Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio with one of the leading relationship coaches and foremost authorities in healthy techniques and relationships. Get practical information on opposite attraction, masculine and feminine energy with proven strategies to avoid major relationship mistakes that push people away instead of together. Oh, did I mention all of this is done through your facial features? Now, here's your relationship coach and host, Daia Six. Hello, hello, bonjour, jambo, hola. (laughs) That's actually four languages. I wanted to try that out. Good afternoon and evening. Thank you for tuning into Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio, the only talk radio dedicated in providing you with understanding and love through opposite attraction and facial feature connection. I am your relationship coach and host, Daya Six. You have me for a whole hour. So how was your weekend? How was everybody's weekend? I'm hoping it was remarkable and productive. I hope everyone got everything they wanted. And right now, I am looking for my G's, my big G's. <laughs> and here at Healthy Relationship Talk, guess what? G stands for geniuses. Because you know what you need. And when it comes to a relationship, you are smart enough to achieve it, right? Yes, you are. Now, some of you, though, are in a relationship that you don't need to be in and you just want it. (laughs) And guess what? That causes havoc and calamity for whatever reason you are there. And listen, I'm not judging. okay? I'm just reminding you, knowing darn well you shouldn't be in that relationship. But most of us have been there. So, you know, it is all good. First thing I want to do is remind you to just relax because nothing is under control. Okay, it is November 21st, 2016. And today we are going to talk about why it is important to give your relationship the insurance it deserves. Then we will go into our tough love segment. We will talk about a woman who could not break away from her married lover of 30 years. Also a young lady who threw hot boiling water on her boyfriend who happened to be a college football player. OMG. And then following what people have to say about our new President Mr. Donald Trump himself. I'll do a quick facial feature reading on Donald Trump and his wife. I won't get into too much detail, but I will cover the basics. Yeah. So stay tuned because we're going to talk about all this right here in the next hour. Let's get started, shall we? So why is it important to give your relationship the insurance it deserves? One, first, what is insurance? Insurance is a contract that is written or printed, right? Can we all agree to that? But we have to remember that it's also verbal. So people think when you give a verbal agreement that it isn't a contract. And guess what? It is. So when you tell someone that you're going to do something, you are verbally entering into an agreement. So why wouldn't you keep your agreement? When you have both parties verbally agreeing to an outcome of something, it is a contract, plain and simple. And did you know that all contracts are supreme law? So how does how, how does this uh, pertain to relationships, you ask, right? Well, when you are in a relationship 
and you tell your lover or spouse that you love them and that you're not seeing anyone else, you need to keep your word. When you verbally tell your partner there's no one else and you say things like, let's see, oh, I just want to be with you or it's just you and me or, um, you know, Uh, Can it just be us? And both parties agree that they will continue to see each other based on those terms. Then guess what? That is a policy that has been put in place and you have entered into an agreement and agreements always have some type of policy. Okay. Guess what? That agreement, that policy birth, a verbal contract and in contracts, your word is bond. So if you can't keep your word with someone, you need to take more time out for yourself and by yourself until you learn how to do it. It means you're causing more calamity on this earth that really shouldn't be here or that we can avoid. (laughs) So when you keep your word, it shows that you are, excuse me, when you can't keep your word, it shows that, you know, that you're very immature. And guess what? Only mature people need to be in relationships because if not, it causes a whole new world for everyone. And literally it could have all been avoided. Okay. So, but this is one thing that I want to tell you guys. A contract is insuring against loss or harm. And I want you to kind of focus on that a little bit because we're going to do a 360 degree on why I said that, why a contract is insuring against loss or harm. Keep that in your heads, okay? Because it's really there to help prevent against any kind of contingencies. Now, let's include the relation part in it, okay? Let me ask you a question. What are some of the loss and harmful things that can be birthed in a relationship when contracts are broken? Now, stay with me, because like I said, we're going to do a full circle on why it's important to have insurance in your relationship. Loss of a person's mind is number one on my list. Okay. It is something you need Well, let me just say this. This is something that you really have to consider. Okay, we can lose our minds for moments or forever. And let me elaborate on what I mean when I say forever. I'm talking about when a person has been labeled mentally disturbed or outraged by law. Okay, so how do people lose their minds in relationships in a relationship? When people are interacting with each other and exchanging energies on many levels, there are chemical reactions happening that are creating these things called known associations. Now, known associations are just your, let's see, they're they're just your attached experiences. Okay. So you personally order and organize the data you collect from your experiences day to day. Now, sometimes these known associations will work in your favor and sometimes they won't. So when these known associations are being planted every day, they get filtered into the brain or for a lack of a better word, your subconscious. And some of that get filtered out of the brain as well. But you will tend to hold on to what you need and oftentimes what you want. Sometimes 
you may feel justified to holding on to a known association, even if it's negative. Okay. Like, you know, you go into a store and somebody accuse you of something. And have you noticed that sometimes all day you just talk about it, you're telling people about it, and, you know, because you just felt like you wasn't, you know, given an opportunity to express yourself or, you know, or you was wrongly accused. That is a known association that you feel is justified to holding on to. Okay. Or you may do this for your mental survival. All right. Now, what I want to tell you guys is that if you decide that you hold on to your negative known associations, you can get addicted to these associations and sometimes attached to them. So let me give you an example. Let's say that you have extra time to get to work and you say to yourself that you're hungry, right? And you decide to stop at a new restaurant and order a meal that you've never had before. And then that meal was so fantastic and fulfilling and it just hit that spot. We all, we all know that, right? And then you said to yourself, wow, that was good. I had a good time there. I have to go back there again tomorrow. That is a known association. And it just so happened that association that well, that association actually made you feel good. So that becomes the positive association. But listen, negative known association will also have people addicted or drawn to drama. And this means that the known association has worked in reverse. And everyone knows someone who just loves drama, right? I know I do. (laughs) So known associations are created with chemicals, all right? Now, one thing that I want you guys to do is just ponder on that just a little bit because I don't want to overwhelm you. And when we come back, I am going to go deeper into known associations and what they do in relationships, So I want you guys to just stay tuned because we're going to go deeper into that and everything is going to be all good. Do you hear me? So stay tuned because uh, we got some good stuff coming up. I'm your host, Daia Six. All right. Stay connected with Daia Six for more information on practical tips, proven strategies and healthy techniques. Right here on Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Attention ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October 2017, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come compete and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty and the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. The Nutrition Action Newsletter reminds us that one in two women and one in four men over 50 will break a bone because of osteoporosis. The older you are, the higher your risk. 
Osteoporosis literally means porous bones. But you can't just think about bones, you must include muscle. As you age, you lose muscle mass pretty rapidly and your balance becomes worse. This puts you at a higher risk of falling. Many people think that only old people fall, but that's not true. Falling is a major contributor of fractures. By improving muscle's performance and balance, you can lower your risk of falls and fractures. Lifting weights to increase muscle mass is imperative as you age. Since your body is naturally diminishing in muscle mass, you need to take steps to combat that loss. Lifting weights builds muscle, improves balance, and helps keep you from falling. I'm Annette Hammond. It's Notice that no matter how carefully you put the Christmas lights away, they still come out all cringle crangled and jitterty jitterty the next year. Christmas tree lights were invented in 1882 by Thomas Edison, and by 1900, these miniature versions of his electric light bulb were being advertised to the public. In 1895, Grover Cleveland proudly sponsored the first electrically lit Christmas tree in the White House, featuring more than a hundred multicolored lights. By the next Christmas, members of high society were hosting flambustious Christmas tree parties. Of course, in those early days, the services of a wireman had to be obtained, as many people had considered electricity as a bit of a bugaboo. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Hey there. Now, welcome back. Now, we were talking about known associations, right? Now, known associations create chemicals. Now, listen to this. When you are in a relationship, you are creating memories, which, is, of course, we know are known associations, right? Because we now we have a clear understanding of what it is. Um, these chemicals in our bodies are also created when we are with our lovers, all right? And in reality, the chemicals trigger the floods of dopamine, oxytocin, estrogen, and testosterone. And guess what? We become addicted. So when we are in relationship, because all of these chemicals are involved in our bodies, it makes us fiends. Yes, fiends, all right? We are all fiends when we are in a relationship. So don't judge the next person you see on narcotics because you if you are in a relationship and this can be this doesn't have to just only be love a relationship too the, you know with your spouse this can also be a business relationship a friendship parent child relationship you are on a narcotic and just it, but you know you're on a narcotic but it's just a different type of narcotic okay so let me elaborate when you become betrayed, lied to, or shamed by people, let alone the people that you love, it is easy to lose our minds, which is why we tend to get upset and outraged in that moment that we were shamed or lied to or betrayed. And why is this? It is because of the known attached associations that are absent in the moment. 
it's the comfort to the memory that we're all looking for, that memory that we're used to, that memory that has been coded by the dopamine, oxytocin, and so on and so on. And all of this creates what we're all dealing with when we're in relationships called emotions. So when you are in a relationship and a person gets upset with you, depending on the dire situation, okay, when a person loses their mind, they are mentally dislocated from the very thing that has kept them attached. The good feelings they had with you, the experiences that made them feel special and the promises that were made that made them feel special which are always the chemicals that are created from the known associations that were created by the experience. Now that I have your attention, let's go into talking about how do you help your lover stay sane? Okay. So that they don't lose their mind. How do you help your partner's natural chemicals flow that is not toxic but is intoxicating. Ooh, I like the way that sound. <laughs> that is not toxic, but is intoxicating. Okay. I can come up with the main thing that most people really worry about when, you know, relationship talk is in the room. Okay. Or when someone is just in the mood to talk about relationships or just being in a relationship. And that is the F word. The F word is faith. And some people think that if their partners are not around to see them cheat, that it is okay to do it. And this is the biggest mental mistake man can mentally manifest. You know what? I'm going to try to say that again because those were a lot of M's and I love the way that tastes. This is the biggest mental mistake man can mentally manifest. It is an illusion for you to assume that just because the person that you have a love contract with would not know about your cheating habits because they are not physically or presently there. Uh that's not very smart of you to think that way. And I say this because no one, first of all, cheats in front of their partner's face, right? I don't know anyone that has actually cheated in front of, in front of their partner's face. That's why we call it cheating, okay? You have um, to remember that humans feel emotion, all right? So you may feel that you're getting away with it, you, you know, but... Humans feel emotions. Sometimes we feel a little and some may feel a lot, but we feel an emotion is movement of energy that creates feelings, right? So when you cheat on someone, you're actually playing with their emotions and energy and you wonder why people get hurt, killed, or even assaulted. You wonder why it's so easy for someone to lose their mind that you helped create through your behavior. And it's because all of these emotions, all of that testosterone, all of that estrogen, you know, all of that is in play. So when all of those emotions are in place simultaneously, no one and with anger mixed in now, we can't, we can't forget anger. It's almost impossible for anyone to keep their sane, their sanity. Okay. So, one thing that I have to say to people that cannot keep their contracts in a relationship is 
it is very easy for someone to lose their mind that you helped create through their behavior, right? But then some of you will turn around and shame the person for not acting mature or sane when you yourself did not act mature first. No, 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 no. That's not how we do things. That's the worst thing you can do is fault someone else when your immaturity started it first. And by having that type of behavior, you create a biological inflicted wound that neosporin or hydrogen peroxide cannot disinfect and help heal. So shame on you for insulting the person who you claim to love body their space, and most of all, their energetic intelligence, okay? What you need to do when something like this happens is you need to become the healer. And how do you become the healer? You become the healer by apologizing and being sincere in the apology because this is the only way of closing up that type of wound, okay? I have had... A situation where I remember finding out that one of my friend, one one of my boyfriends at the time, my boyfriend at the time, had cheated on me. Okay, and do you know what he told me to do? He told me, "Well, get over it." <gasps> no, 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 no. You don't tell me to get over it. And guess what? At that very moment, there was such a strain that was create that was created. Um, in that relationship that there was nothing but disrespect. I mean, disrespect to the 10th power when I tell you that, okay? Now, men and women both have this thing called intuition, right? But more women just kind of tend to be better at it because as a whole, we tend to use it more often. So when physical cheating occurs, there is a physiological and spiritual shift that happens in the body because energy is being exchanged whether your lover is present or not. Okay, so your lover doesn't have to be in front of you to know that there is an energy being exchanged. They know what it feels like. They know what it tastes like. They know the texture of it because they've done it with you over and over again. And this is no different. Here's here's a good example. This is no different from when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you think about is your lover. Right. And they feel it. And what do they and if they're not near you, a lot of times, what will they do? They will call or they'll send a text message. Oh, baby, I was just thinking about you. And you're like, oh, I was just thinking about you. That's the same exact thing. And guess what most people call it? They call it telepathy. Telepathy is real. So when you are exchanging energies on that level, know that telepathy is real between you and the person that you are involved with. Now, most of the time, the movement of energy is being felt sometimes on a conscious level and then sometimes on a subconscious level. Okay. So let me elaborate on that a a little bit because, you know, some people may not get what I mean by that. Then let's talk about the immune system right quick. Okay. Because this is this is very important when it comes to relationships, because you can really destroy somebody's immune system if things do not go right in relationships. The immune system knows when it's being cheated on. Did you know that? So the immune system knows if it's being cheated on through words, through feelings and food, substance nutrients. Okay. When you give someone your word and you know darn well that you are not going to do what you just agreed to 
And let me say this. Everyone knows when they agree on something that literally in that moment, you know if you're going to carry it out or not. You know if you have all the intentions to complete that task or not, don't you? All right. And in that moment, you are either going to affect your immune system or not, because the moment you give your word, there is a chemical reaction happening. Either it's going to be a positive chemical reaction or it's going to be a negative chemical reaction, plain and simple. And that's when you're dealing with words. Okay. Words are very powerful. Just like every good book says, it can destroy or it can build. And that is what happens in relationships. People will build or destroy their relationships. Now, when we come back, I am going to break down the feelings part about relationship. Okay. Why it's important for you to be true to your immune system based off of your feelings. And this is where it gets pretty, pretty tasting. Okay. Cause we're going to talk about fabrication and you know, all of that good stuff. So what I want you guys to do is just stay tuned with me right here on healthy relationship talk, because, uh, things are going to get a little bit more vibrant and, um, and interesting. All right. So stay tuned. Stay connected with DIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. for a long time that diamonds are precious or worth a lot of deuterumus. That means money. Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. 18 years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. you feel about double dipping? You know, when someone picks up a chip or a shrimp, dips it into the sauce, enjoys the taste, and then dips again. I've always been jubbers, that means suspicious, of the communal dip bowl. Refraining from dipping into a delicious crab dip might be too irresistible for an opsophagist. That's a person who loves delicacies. Thick dips such as cheese, chocolate, and hummus are safer with fewer bacteria. Salsa is runny, and so more bacteria can get back into the bowl. To take the hammer glamour or confusion out of it, think of it this way. Before you double dip at a party, you might ask yourself, do I want to kiss everyone here? Of course, that might depend on who's at the party. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Baby, I've been thinking about you. 
Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. Okay, so we are back. And so now we're going to go into your feelings, okay? Now, your feelings are just as important. And when your partner asks you something like, uh, you know, sweetheart, how do you feel about this? You know, and the moment you fabricate about your feelings, not only are you messing up your chemical chain reaction, but you are putting strain on your relationship. And let me say this, because what happens when you finally reach a boiling point in your relationship where you get so angry that you end up telling the truth in your heated moment. What happens? We all know this, right? Someone ends up saying something like, you know what? I didn't like that anyways. And then the partner looks at you and goes, really? Well, why didn't you tell me that? You know? And so guess what happens? Your partner silently looks at you as lying to them. And now you become a soft liar in their eyes. So not only are you killing your relationship slowly, but you are affecting yourself because you're affecting your immune system by not telling the truth, or you did, you know, affect your immune system when you didn't tell the truth. And the person you care about is also affected because now They have these negative feelings running through their body or head. And this is depending on if they are an emotional or physical. And this is something that can be easily avoided, right? And you wonder why certain people have certain medical issues like thyroid problems, asthma, the common cold that they cannot get rid of. You know, your immune system is being um, um, affected. And there are so many things that will trigger the body to act this type of way or to have this type of behavior. And you have to ask yourself, you know, when it all boils down to it, you know, is any of this worth it? Let me give you guys a quick uh, give you guys a quick story. I had a um, my boyfriend who was, like we said, a cheater. Uh, and, I, and I swear to God, I would never go through this. This is why I'm qualified to do these relationship shows. You guys, you're going to hear so many great and stories for your entertainment. It's not even funny. So my boyfriend, I found out that he was texting another girl that I did not like him texting. He was saying things that he had no business saying. Let's just say that. All right. And at this point I was saying to myself, okay, is he really doing this? Because while he was with me, he was the perfect boyfriend. Okay. I mean, literally the perfect boyfriend and women, you have to watch those type of men that will be perfect in your face. And the moment you turn around, he's someone else. All right. So I took his phone. I took his cell phone because I had to get down to the bottom of these text messages. And not only did I take his cell phone, but I took his house phone, too. So he couldn't make (laughs) any additional calls. Do you understand? I was going gangster. I was going hardcore. (laughs) All right. So when it all boiled down to it. I let him know exactly what I was doing. He, here he is searching for his phone. He sees, and you know, anyone that who has a Comcast or maybe it's Time Warner, but it's one of them, you know, when you call and you see the caller on your television, he had that type of service. So he's looking for the phone. He sees the person call, but he can't get to it. So I finally call him and let him know that I have both his phones. I thought he was going to flip out, but he didn't. I think he knew what I was up to because we had an argument prior. (laughs) All right. So in that moment, when I took his phone, I said, well, let me see if I text this girl, if she's going to call back. And lo and behold, of course she did. She happened to text him back when I was on the phone with him. Now I did leave 
a, a phone for him because I wanted to get in contact with him, but the phone only had one number in it and he couldn't make outgoing calls. He only could receive my incoming calls. <laughs> think about this and this is so funny to me now we laugh about this now now we're still friends okay i don't want you guys to think that you know things went crazy or you know left it didn't we're still friends he's still a very good friend of mine but we're just not he it's just the relationship material wasn't on point even though i love him i still love this man okay so let me finish telling you guys what happened so the girl calls and i go hi and let's just call her jr i said hi jr um yeah, this is, you know, we'll call him Paul. This is Paul's girlfriend. And I just want to know from your point of view, you know, why these messages are being text. Because, listen, sometimes um, you have to go and get your own proof. Do you understand? Some people go, well, that was wrong. You shouldn't have never went into his phone. Da, da, da. And I say, no, 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 no. Because if your house is burning or shall I say, if you smell smoke in your house, and you don't know where it's coming from, are you not going to go and inquire? It's the same thing in a relationship. Go and inquire about things when you don't feel that something is right because you might be missing out on something that might save your life, okay? So I'm talking to the girl, and the whole time while I'm on the phone with him, I got them both on speaker so that everyone can hear everyone. And then he yells out, JR, she got my phone. <laughs> So I said, boy, be quiet. Ain't nobody talking to you. Right. And so she goes, well, what is this? What is this? So I explained to her exactly what was happening. I asked her if she knew about me. She said, yeah. So I said, well, if you know about me, why would you sit here and text, you know, my man, these type of, you know, um, you know, messages like every day, like, you know, what's going on woman to woman. And you know what she said to me? That's none of your business. I said, oh, really? I said, well, um, JR, from the text messages that I have read on his phone, you have a thyroid problem. I said, and you're never going to get that fixed if you keep sending out certain energy. Because one thing, I, let me tell you guys this. She also has a man at home. I want you to understand what happens when you lie. Okay, you guys, she's lying to her man that she is in a relationship in, okay, and she's also affecting mine simultaneously. So the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because some people have no conscience of doing this. And let me explain why. I want you to understand what happens when you lie, especially when you lie a lot. If you ever put a camera on a new healthy tree and record it and record its growing process, you will see the branches start to, you know, they start off short. And then they tend to grow longer and embed into other branches, which create different branches throughout the tree. This is why trees have long branches. OK, and no branch is the same. So we know that some of these branches will have leaves, bigger leaves, right? Lighter leaves, whatever. It varies every time you fabricate and you don't tell the truth. A neuron will start to grow, all right, in your head, all right? They start off as short and then they grow longer. The same way a tree branch grows. And in each neuron, there are genetic codes being embedded and recorded. Now, this is how bad happens start. So when you lie, there is a genetic alteration happening. And just because you can't see the shift happening doesn't mean it's not taking place. All right. So when you lie, there are there's growth in your neurons. All right. And 
because you don't have a reaction right away, you tell yourself, oh, it's okay to do that. And it's okay to, you know, say this. And it's okay to do, and it's okay to be this way, but it's not. Okay. So some people will ask, well, what is the destruction? How are, how is there some type of destruction going on? Daia? All right. How about becoming a pathological liar and not having any, any feelings anymore about not telling the truth when people ask for it? And how do you know if a person has lied or not in life? Is there, do you guys think that there's a way of knowing there is, and I'm about to tell you when you get caught with lying and you're so used to doing it, your body becomes immune to everything that is happening, but there is a destruction that is happening that you are unaware of. Now let's say this. Let's see, how can I say this? Because I want everybody to actually really get this. Let's say that you want to walk a mile, right? But that mile represents destruction. So the moment you hit that mile is the destruction. But every step you take to that mile represents the lie. So let's say, let's say you take, you, um, you know, you tell one lie. Then you tell another lie and another lie and another lie and another lie. Now you're picking up momentum and all you're doing is telling these lies. And then by the time you reach your mile, boom, there is the destruction. Okay. So your experience in life, remember, this is what reveals on your blueprint and your facial features. So when you finally catch up to the person who has been doing all this walking and now who is eventually running because you know, they're running to that mile, which represents the lies and the destruction. Guess what happened? If you look at them, you can tell if they have been true to themselves or not. You can tell if they have been lying to their DNA or not. Because remember, each step you take represents a lie towards destruction. And an example of that is when you see people on drugs or someone who's addicted to alcohol. And because they've been lying to their immune system, the impact of drugs and alcohol shows up in their facial features. Someone who eats terrible. All right. And it's the same thing with words. It's the same thing when you are in a relationship that you First of all, don't belong that you really don't need to belong to. OK, you cannot lie to your immune system. OK, that's one thing that I want you guys to realize. You cannot lie to your immune system. Now, when we come back, we're going to get a little bit into why it's important to have the insurance so that all of this ties together. And then we're going to talk about Donald Trump and some of these girls that really showed their behinds in their relationship. We're also going to talk about the young man who, you know, got boiling water spilled on him. So I want you guys to stay tuned because now we're going to move into our tough love segment. And this, you know, this is where people may not want to hear everything, but guess what? This is tough love. So you you're going to hear what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So what I want you guys to do is just stay tuned because we got a lot more discussing to do and we got very little time to do it. All right. So talk to you guys in about one second. But before I let you go, let me say this. The people that we love are actually a mirror reflection of us. OK, can we all agree to that? If you are brutally honest with yourself, you will probably realize that the things you do do not 
like being, what's the word I want to say? The things that you do like to be reasoned. Do you understand? And all this reasoning has to happen with your immune system. All right. So your behavior is your characteristic, especially when someone is not watching. And oftentimes you look for qualities that you want to see in yourself and someone else. So if you like yourself, you would like the people that you naturally meet and attract. All right. And like I said, we're going to go into, you know, we're going to go into that just a little bit deeper. So you guys uh, stay tuned right here at Healthy Relationship Talk, because we're going to talk more about healthy relationships. All right. Stay connected with Daia 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelov live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. This is the Toginet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Vilasi is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons. Her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Daia Six. 
All right. So now let's go back to what we talked about in the beginning about insurance. All right. Remember, I told you to hold on to to that thought. It's assuring against loss or damage, right? That's what we said. So if we can agree to that, then guess what? Everyone should be assuring their partner with the truth, because when you don't assure your partner with the truth, you are causing damage in your relationship and eventually loss in your relationship. Okay, give your relationship the insurance it deserves to prevent it. And the damage is caused by what mediocre behavior that you really should have had control over before entering into the relationship. When you're dealing with someone else's life, do not be mediocre. And this is why giving your relationship the insurance it deserves is important. Now, if you avoid all the craziness that you have control over, You are giving your relationship the insurance it deserves. And when you do this, when serious things happen in your relationship that you cannot control, like sickness, money, death. And I mean, the list goes on, right? It creates the padding it needs for survival. And that padding is your insurance. All right. Okay. so that's why I wanted to bring that up because it is very important to know that the foundation of building fruitful and sustainable love relationships is to invest in ourselves. And some of us want a relationship and some of us will lie to stay in one. Here's a clue to tell if you are involved in that type of relationship. If you are constantly in trouble in your relationship, and what I mean by this, if, if your partner is always saying that we need to talk and constantly correcting you, then this is the type of relationship that I'm talking about. Let me go into just a little bit detail before we get into the, um, the, next, the next discussion. You know, you hear a lot of people say, you know what, I'm grown. I don't need nobody telling me what to do. You know, I'm a grown person. I make my own decisions. Yes. And guess what? We know that. All right. The type of correcting I am talking about is this. If you are making decisions that is negatively affecting the people you claim that you care about, like no shows, broken promises. Oh, I fell asleep. Excuses. You need correcting point blank and you may not be as grown as you think you are. You still need correcting. So therefore, quit looking to spend time with someone else when you clearly need to spend more time with yourself doing the correcting. Okay, so that's just a little food for thought. You guys just a little food for thought. Now we're going to move into our love segment. Okay, now the love segment, I think, is, you know, Ladies, this is this part right here is for the ladies. Let me get going because we're running out of time. Okay, so she says, I have been dating a married man for 30 years. Our relationship started a few months after he got married. I know it was wrong to begin the relationship, but it started just as a way for me to get sexual experience. For him, I think he was infatuated with the idea that a younger woman found him attractive. I asked him out knowing he was married, thus safe from expecting a commitment. I don't think either of us expected that our so-called relationship would last this long. I have dated other men who knew nothing about him and have given birth to a child, not his. So it's not like he's the only man I see. And of course he knows that I date other men. Many times I have thought about ending our relationship because I feel guilty and sad for his wife. 
My problem is our conversations are intoxicating. Our kisses, touches, and lovemaking are like no other. Must I, I must stop seeing him, must I? Or do you think what others don't know won't hurt them? Can't stop seeing him. All right, this is what we were talking about. Dating a married man for dating a married man for 30 years when you are dating someone ladies the purpose of dating is to finally get the understanding of total communion man innately yearns for comfort of love so you will find it if you're searching for it so to be with a married man for 30 years is not the best way of going about getting your needs met you've had a child and stated that you've had other men while seeing this married man so this is proof that you want a relationship, Mrs. Can't Stop Seeing Him. Have you ever thought about when you were in a relationship that the man that you were dealing with may have felt that something was off about you because his energy was there? Now, you've been lying to people for over 30 years, and this could be the reason why, you know, you have never found anyone that possibly could have helped you exile this merry man out of your life. Okay. And this is the exact explanation I was giving in this hour, you guys, about how your neurons create bad habits based on the codes de designed every time you fabricate, every time you lie. Remember, anytime you fabricate, you're doing it to yourself first. You are now designed, okay? When you do stuff like that, and at this point right here, I'm talking to, you know, can't stop seeing him. Right now, you are designed to continue your behavior no matter who it hurts, okay? You have to decide if you came here to be great or mediocre. It seems like he makes you feel great. And if you came here to be great, guess what? You have to find it in yourself to start with yourself instead of starting with him. And one thing that you claim is that you understand that, you know, beginning the relationship with the married man was wrong, but continuing it is a counterclaim to that statement. So it's contradictory. You can't go both ways at the same time. And then when you try, you know, you, you try to, you know, get people you know, to expect to believe you that, you know, you, you really are sorry about doing this to this woman. You have to back up your words with your actions. And if you're real, if you really feel sad for, you know, his wife, you would have had enough compassion or you will have enough ca compassion as of today for her and, and the relationship. OK, so that's what it is right now. You guys, we're going to move on. And what we're going to do is we're going to get into um, a senior a star, a tight end of FIU reportedly suffered severe burns to his head, neck, back, shoulder, arm after his pregnant wife. I mean, well, I'm sorry, his pregnant girlfriend. I'm sorry, it's not his wife. It's his pregnant girlfriend. Her name is Mary Gasper. She threw boiling water on him and the two were allegedly arguing on Halloween when the incident occurred. Now, they don't really know if uh, the young man, Janu Smith, who was 21, is going to, um, you know, finish um you know, <clears throat> excuse me, finish his in NFL, you know, uh, term. But it is reported that the remainder of his senior football star se season with FIU is unexpectedly over. So as for the post-college fate, that is unknown at this time. So, you know, we're going to wish him luck and, you know, you know, wish him, you know, a, a, a fast and, you know, a, a great uh, fast healing process. So, but let me say this. 
something went wrong here. And I have to talk to the man on this part because it was the woman that reacted who happened to be pregnant. Okay, men, when you are dealing with pregnant women, you have to be considerate at all times. If you know any woman that is pregnant, I don't care if she's your sister, your lover, your aunt, your mother, your grandmother, for goodness sake, I want you to memorize one word. And that word is yes. Anything that pregnant women wants, you are to say yes. This is not an exaggeration. First thing first, learn how not to be annoying to a woman when she's pregnant. Okay. She is a different person. Her body is being invaded. It takes billions of cells, nine months to accomplish its task. And this is a miracle within itself. Some people can't even get a business off the ground in that amount of time. Okay. There are rapid changes happening in her body, a brain in the baby. Did you know that it starts to form around the third week? Now, how much power and consciousness does you, you know, do you really need, you know, you guys have to really understand this as men, when there are pregnant women around you. And remember, while all this is happening in her body, she's supposed to be the same woman she was a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Uh Uh-uh. Not if you want a healthy baby. She has to become perfectly suited in order to complete the task that leads up to delivery. If somehow something fails where something just isn't working correctly, your child will be born with deficiencies. That's just plain and simple. So you got to get that as men. Nothing can go wrong. So it's obvious that maybe this girl wasn't getting something that she wasn't. They're young. You know, they they probably really aren't as educated, you know, when it comes to relationships, um, him being a male. Uh, probably always on the go with his football. She probably felt like she was abandoned at some point. They could have gotten an argument. She probably could have slapped, you know, literally could have literally slipped and lost her mind. And I will give you guys an example of this. You know, I'm a, I consider myself to be a very loving person and the people around me will say the same thing. That's why I can, you know, I can say this now. I, when I was pregnant with my first child, my brother, my own flesh and blood brother, who I love so much, he got on my nerves. He kept saying how much my son was going to be, you know, look like him, at which he does, <laughs> you know, look like him. And, you know, he was just pestering to me. And let me t- tell you guys something. Nobody really gets on my nerves like that. You know, the only time a person really gets gets on my nerves is if I see them doing harm or wrong to other people. But it's very hard to really pester me. But because I was pregnant, I was halfway out of my mind. And my brother was sitting here literally pestering me. Do you guys know that I picked up an iron an iron and I threw it at my brother, my older brother who I love so much. And then when that didn't work because he caught the iron with one hand, (laughs) I went over there and literally tried to stomp my brother out. I don't even know how he was laying on the bed. Okay. My brother was laying on the bed. I don't even know how my feet got up that high to even attempt with a belly, but I was out of my mind. So what I'm saying to you men is when your woman is pregnant, you are to be sensitive to her body, be sensitive to her mind, be sensitive to her needs because she needs certain things that she didn't need before she was pregnant. Well, guess what is a, it is about that time. So my question that I need to ask you is, do you want to be turned on in this moment? Do you want to be turned off? 
Huh? Well, if you want to be turned on, I'm here every Wednesdays from two to three Pacific. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, remember to share and comment. We are all here to learn from each other. And this is universal food for thought. Everyone needs to eat, right? And if you need relationship advice or coaching, go to facingrelationships.com and become a member. That way you will be the first to be informed on upcoming shows, guests, and special topics. Also, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Get your letters answered right here on the show. Don't forget free coaching sessions on Wednesdays. Wednesdays only. Space is limited. Okay, so hurry up on that. Uh, I guess I'm in high demand, huh? I am your host, Daia Six, and I am wishing you all, all of my geniuses, love, light, and great ideas. Till next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's face-to-face healthy relationship talk radio. Join us next week, same time, same place, as Daia continues to give practical tools for simple, healthy, face-to-face relationship living. Call in during the Q&A and don't forget to send in your pictures at www.facingrelationships.com. That's F-A-C-I-N-G relationships.com. Remember, relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation. We'll be right back.